You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. This series, we're talking about the Psalms. And before I get started, I'm going to ask you to do something for me. If you would, share this podcast with somebody else. Tell them about it. And uh, one of the ways you can help do that is hit that thumbs up button because that puts us in front of more people. And so uh, I would appreciate it if you'd do that. And then if you haven't done this already, go to my website, myfaithroots.com. There is there a link where you can get a email, free email devotional that comes every day along with this. So you'll have something in print to follow along with that also sometimes has some additional materials. So I encourage you to do that. All right, let's go back and talk about what we started with. First of all, God says, you can see what I'm going to do by what I did in the stars. The constellations were to present my plan of redemption, and it is my handiwork. It's what God flung out there, and we can see where he's been. All right? Then David said that what the Word of God does is it gives us something even more perfect. The Word is perfect. The law of the Lord is perfect, he says. The universe is not perfect, but it still preaches the story of creation. But the Word, the written revelation, is perfect. And it's designed to communicate like the hand. And it's a way of walking with God. Uh, When the Bible talks about the Creator, it uses the word El or Elohim. But when it talks about God in covenant with us through His Word, it uses a different word, or the Lord, Yahweh. And it implies a covenant relationship. And so uh, a relationship to the exclusion of some others. In other words, uh, the Creator is common to everybody. God created everybody. Uh, He even created Satan. All of the evil spirits, every spirit being in the universe was created by God. So he is creator. However, not everyone is now in his family. And so Yahweh is a word that describes the, the relationship we have with God as a father and as a covenant God. All right, so we talked about how that the, the ways of God are important for us to know. Then there are the stories of God. There are boundaries, which are statutes, and that brings us to the little finger. The little finger is God's instruction. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Now, God's directives work like flashlights, meaning that they make your path much more clear, much more easy to see. And so that's why I compare the instructions of the Lord to the little finger because the instructions really get into your ear. The little finger is what you use to scratch your ear, and this is the explanation of the Lord. That's what instructions are. When uh, you get a general order, sometimes it's difficult to know exactly how to walk that out. But when you are given detailed instructions, now all of a sudden you have steps to take. And so this is uh, what God is pointing to here. He not only gives us general directions, but he gives us very specific steps, orders, instructions in order to guide us. Now one of the things I've learned about the instructions of the Lord is 
that you really don't understand them fully until you begin to go, until you walk them out. Um, you have to begin to take steps to really get the full picture. Uh, nobody understands giving until you do it. I heard sermons on giving, tithing. Uh, it was not something that my family understood. We did not do that. My parents and grandparents had been in church for, gosh, over 40 years by the time that I came to Christ, but they were never tithers. And we understood nothing about money. Money was a, 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 a burden for us. We, we lacked money. We didn't know how finances worked. We resented people who had money. I remember hearing my mother uh, uh, discuss people who had money, and she resented them, didn't like them at all. So money was not something we knew anything about. But the reason is because we were not generous. We didn't give. And when I heard the gospel according to the New Testament and Old Testament, when it talks about tithing, I said, you know what, I'm doing that. I'd already been down the road where we don't give. I'd already seen that, and I knew it didn't work because I saw the effect of that on our family. I thought, what is it going to hurt me to be a giver? I didn't understand it fully. I didn't understand how you could give 10% of your income to the Lord and still have enough to pay all your bills. I didn't understand that. But I started learning that. And I saw that God would take my 90% that was left over and bless it. Plus, He took the 10% that I gave and He treated that like seed and He multiplied it. And, uh, and, and, and it didn't happen overnight. We didn't have a get-rich-quick experience. But what I saw was is that we were slowly getting on more and more sure financial ground by obeying God with our giving. We were literally gaining ground. My wife and I made a commitment to tithe. And within about, mm, let's see, maybe two years as we did that, we were in our first home. And it was a miracle that we got that first home. Uh, we had that first home for about a year, and we moved to Tulsa. And, and then the Holy Spirit called me to a new level of giving. And he called me to give away the equity we had on the sale of our home. And I told the Lord, I said, this is my wife's house too. You're going to have to talk to her. And I'll, I'll take the lead here and I'll talk to her about it. But she's got to be in agreement with me. And so I waited for about a week. Then I went and talked to her and she started crying. And she had heard the same sermon about giving that I had heard. And she was in agreement. She said, we've got to do this. So we made the decision that whenever we got the closing check from the sale of our home in Tulsa, or sale of our home in Texas after we moved to Tulsa, we're giving this to the Lord. We did. And we were blown away. We were absolutely blown away because God returned that to us within 45 days. It was amazing. And we got another house here. We lived in that home for a year and sold it and made $10,000 profit. We moved into another house, lived in it for a year and sold it and made $12,000 profit. Moved into another house, lived in it for two and a half years, sold it and made $54,000 more than what we paid for it. So we learned God's good. You cannot outgive God. In the beginning, it was a journey of faith. But I learned to see things as I obeyed. And that's the key. There are certain things you will not understand until you do it. You won't understand forgiveness until you forgive. When you forgive somebody, you will learn about being free from grudges and free from the poison that is designed to grip your spirit. It won't make sense to you until you do it. It's when you do it that it begins to make sense. That's why God's instructions enlighten your path. A path is a place where you walk. It's not a place where you stand. It's a place where you walk. And so walking is, it implies that, that you are putting this into action in your life. 
And so the, the Bible says that God's word and his instructions, rather, are lights to your path. So God's commandments are there to open our eyes to truth. Now, here's another thing. They're not hard. This is 1 John 5, 3, and this is the New Testament in basic English. I love this. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments or His instructions, and His commandments are not hard to keep. A lot of people think it's hard to follow God. It is not. It is not hard to follow God. Proverbs 13, 15 says just the opposite is true. It says the way of transgressors is hard. And so God's Word is like the little finger, and its instructions are amazing. Now, the effect of these four fingers, the ways of God, the stories of God, the boundaries of God, the instructions of God, you know what they create? They create this blank space right here in the hand. And this is the fear of the Lord. Now, the fear of the Lord is different than any of these other things because these are all commandments of God, but the fear of the Lord is the impact that the Word has on us. And here's what it does. As you learn to walk with God, you learn the fear of the Lord. And, and fear is uh, really not the best word, I don't think. Uh, I, I think when you understand God, then, then fear is an okay word. But really a better word, I think, for modern English is respect. Here's what respect is, if people fully understood respect. Respect doesn't just mean I have this attitude toward a certain person that is they're really special and they're worthy of honor and all that. But respect is also a refusal to cross a boundary. I refuse to cross a boundary. When you respect the Lord, you, res you refuse to do certain things. You should respect your kids. You know, a lot of the reason I have four great adult kids who have just changed my life, and they have been such a great blessing to me in ministry. But one of the reasons that they are the way they are is I had to learn to respect them as they grew. I gave them more and more power to make decisions as they became adults. I didn't treat them like I treated them when they were teenagers. Some parents never allow their kids to grow up. Some senior pastors never allow the young men and women to grow up that they started and launched in the ministry. One pastor told me here a while back, he'd been in ministry for several years, had a church of several hundred people and ultimately thousands of people. And he said, the pastor who sent him out said, John, you will always be 25 years old to me. That's not respect. That's not respect. When you respect somebody, you let them grow. And you recognize, hey, this person has really added some things. And that's the reason some people cannot have an ongoing relationship with people they'd like to have a relationship with because so you don't respect them. People want to hang around folks who respect them. And, and we are to respect the Lord. But when you respect the Lord, we learn to respect each other. Wow, this is such an important idea. So the effect of these four, the ways of God, the stories of God, the boundaries of God, and the instruction of God, it creates the fear of the Lord, helps us to have that healthy fear of the Lord, and that is a respect that puts us in a position to hear from God and to receive from God. Well, that's all the time I have for today, but we're going to get into that last one. And here it is, the opposable thumb. And it's so very important, don't miss it. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. 
Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.